1920 in Ireland. A war raged between the British forces and the Irish Republicans. Irish Republicans wanted Ireland to be a free country and wanted to end the centuries of British rule. Between the years of 1919 and 1921, a time known as the War of Independence, many lives were lost in the terrible fighting in Ireland. The events of Bloody Sunday on the 21st of November 1920 will forever be remembered as one of the most fatal days of the War of Independence. Today, a hundred years on, we remember the 14 men, women and children that lost their lives on this tragic day in Co Park, Dublin. Welcome to our podcast, 14 Lives Lost. This podcast is brought to you by the girls in Room 14, Scalania Rahini. We hope you enjoy listening. This podcast focuses on the events of Bloody Sunday, the 21st of November 1920, but in particular the tragedy that occurred in Croke Park that day and the 14 people who lost their lives there. This is our way of remembering the victims of this terrible tragedy in Irish history. November the 21st, 1920. It was a bright sunny morning in Dublin. There was nothing to suggest that it would be any different than a normal Sunday morning. The people of Dublin were just beginning to wake up when the sound of gunshots were heard throughout the city. Around 9am, a group of men knocked at the doors of men who were believed to be British intelligence officers. In the months before, the IRA along with their head of intelligence, Michael Collins, had gathered information about these men. On the morning of the 21st of November, these men believed to be part of the so-called Cairo gang were shot dead in their homes. Later that day, at 2.45pm, a challenge match was held in Crow Park, Tipperary against Dublin. The game wasn't underway long when it was interrupted by army trucks filled by the auxiliaries, the RIC and the Black and Tans. They were under orders to only search the ground for men who would have been involved in the shooting earlier that morning. Instead, they opened fire at the crowd. As the spectators in Croke Park saw the army trucks and heard the first gunshots, they desperately tried to escape from Croke Park, some climbing over walls, over fences, and through turnstiles. In the panic, people were pushed over and trampled by the fleeing crowds. Others were shot and wounded by the gunfire. This incident killed 14 innocent people, three of them young children. We remember these victims and their families whose lives were changed forever by this terrible tragedy. Number one. William Robinson. William was the first victim victim of the shooting in Crow Park on Bloody Sunday. William was sitting in a tree over what is today the Hogan and Davin stand, hoping to get a better view of the game below. Once the first of the trucks drove in over the canal bridge, they began to open fire. 
Robinson was shot twice in the chest and the shoulder. He died two days later due to his injuries in Jumkandra Hospital. He was only 11 years old. Number 2. James Tehan. James was 26 years old. He owned a public house on Green Street, Dublin with his brother John. While trying to escape the shooting in Croke Park, he was trampled to death. When he arrived at Jervis Street Hospital, he was pronounced dead. He was originally from Tipperary and was buried there. Number three, Michael Hogan. Michael was a captain of the Tipperary team. He was born in 1896 in Grange Mockler. Michael Hogan was the only player shot that day in Croke Park. He was shot in the back as he tried to get cover when the firing began. Today, there is a stand named after him in memory of his death on that fatal day in 1920. Number four, Patrick O'Dowd. Patrick was originally from Meath. He lived on Buckingham Street in Dublin. He lived with his wife Julia and his two children. Patrick worked in Fairview for Clark's Builders. He was shot dead while helping people over a seven foot wall at the back of the pitch. When he was shot, he fell on top of a man who was trying to escape the attack. Patrick was the oldest person to be killed at Croke Park that day at the age of 57. Number five, Jerome O'Leary. Jerome was just 10 years old when he was killed on Bloody Sunday. He was the youngest person to die that day. As Jerome heard the first shots fired in Croke Park, he looked over his shoulder to see where they were coming from and was killed. He was buried in Glasnevin Cemetery. Number 6. Michael Feely Michael was 40 years old and lived in Gardner Place, very close to Croke Park. During World War I, he fought with the Royal Dublin Fusiliers. Michael Feary died from a thigh wound after he became impaled on a spike while trying to flee the shooting in Croke Park. He died shortly after in a house on Russell Street. His body lay unclaimed for five days in Jervis Hospital. He was buried in a mass common grave in Glastevin Cemetery. Number 7. Thomas Ryan. Thomas was a Wexford native who went to the game expecting to have a good time but never came home again. He was one of the very unfortunate 14 people who were shot dead on this faithful day. He had a wife and two children and worked for a gas company. He was shot as he whispered the last rites in the dying Michael Hogan's ear.
number eight with James Matthews. Je like James was 38 years old and he lived in the tenement building like North Cumberland Street. Like he was shot in the leg um, on Bloody Sunday. He was buried in an unmarked grave. Like in 2016 when the GAA unveiled a plaque in his memory his 95 year old daughter Nancy O'Driscoll was there it was there to see this plaque being unveiled um, in his honour. Number 9. Joseph Trainer. Joseph was only 20 when he was killed in Quill Park. He had been trying to escape the shooting by climbing over a wall. He got shot and fell onto the path. He was carried by his granddad and brother to their house while bleeding to death. Joe died an hour after he had been brought to Jervis Street Hospital. He had been shot twice in the thigh and back. Number 10. John William Scott. John, also known as Billy, was one of the many victims of the sad events of Bloody Sunday. At 14 years old, he lived a short life on Fitzroy Avenue, right beside Croke Park, and went to school in Truncondra. On Sunday, at 2.45pm, he went to Croke Park expecting to see a football match. Instead, he was shot through the chest and died in his neighbor's kitchen table 45 minutes later. Number 11. Thomas Hogan. Tom was born in Tankerstown, County Limerick. Tom moved to Dublin in 1920 and found work as a mechanic. He joined the Irish Volunteers alongside his three brothers and the family were active throughout the War of Independence. Tom was the last of the 14 victims to die. He was shot in the shoulder and died five days after B Bloody Sunday from this wound. Thomas was buried in Dramon Cemetery near Kilmallock. Number 12, Daniel Carroll. Daniel was born in the year 1890. He was 30 years old. He was originally from Tipperary, but he lived in Dublin and owned a pub in Truncondra. He was a politician. He had a daughter named Mary and a son named Daniel. He was walking home from Croke Park when he was shot in the thigh. He died two days later on the 23rd of November 1920. Number 13. Jane Boyle. Jane lived on Lennox Street in, in South Dublin. She worked as a butcher's assistant in Talbot Street. She was the only woman to die on Bloody Sunday. Jane was due to marry her fiancé the following Friday. When the firing started, Jane was holding hands with her fiancé James Byron. They were trying to escape from Croke Park when Jane was shot dead in the back. James got carried away with the crowd. Jane was buried in her wedding dress on the day she was meant to be married. She was only 29 years old. Number 14, James Burke. James was 44 years old when he was killed on Bloody Sunday. 
He was crushed in the panic as people fled Crow Park, which led to shock and heart failure. He worked as a driver and lived in Windy Arbor with his wife Annie and his five children. Quinomid Igoni Erhu. We will always remember them. This is the story of the 14 lives that were lost in Croke Park on that fatal Sunday afternoon. We remember them today, 100 years on, and we hope that our country will never return to those dark days of violence and war. May there always be peace in Ireland and across the rest of the world. We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. This recording was brought to you from Room 14, Scalania. Slánga